The Next Level Life podcast by Christine Corcoran is for all heart-centered entrepreneurs who want to up-level their mindset, motivation, and business to make a positive and meaningful impact in the world today. So if you love what you do and want to hear from inspiring thought leaders and successful business owners where we have real conversations and real connections, then this is for you. I want to assist you in finding the clarity and awareness you need to uplevel your mindset and set your soul on fire to take massive aligned action in your business so you can take your life to the next level. Ready to get started? Let's go. Welcome to episode 154 of the Next Level Life podcast. Today's episode, I really want to talk to you about self-leadership in challenging and changing times. I hope this episode finds you well and safe and standing strong. I really hope that the last couple of weeks have been an eye opener and that they have been an opportunity for you to look within and an opportunity for you to look at how you self-lead. I think throughout challenging and changing times, there is so much opportunity for growth and so much opportunity for change. And like I spoke about in last week's episode about this truly being an opportunity for huge change in our society, huge change in our world. We have to be willing and open to create that change and be willing to change ourselves. And so that's a huge element of leadership. Like when it comes to leadership in general, I think that leadership in general is about being able to go first and being able to see what needs to be changed and being willing to get uncomfortable and have courage in those times of change. And this is definitely shifted me in a really interesting way to help me look at things so differently. And, and I'm talking about the black lives matter movement and I'm talking about the call to action for us to do things differently. And I personally have taken a bit of a step back from social media, taken a step back from sharing to really give the voices of people of color, the opportunity to share their message and share what's happening for them so they can be heard and we can listen and learn from them because there is so much to be heard. There is so much to be listened to and acknowledged because we cannot create change without acknowledging the pain that's been inflicted. We cannot create change without the opportunity to see a different and be able to view it from a different perspective. And that's a huge element of self-leadership. And so there'll be two parts to this podcast episode. So firstly, I want to talk about the self-work and I want to talk about how I feel like I'm working on myself in these times of change to help support you in also creating that change for yourself. And then the other side will be about how we show up as a leader throughout these times and how we can look at that element of how we do that personally, because I think that's really important. So firstly, I know that we can do better. There are people in this world that are being hurt by racism and that are that it's still rife here in Australia and I think that there is so much that can be done to create a better world and a better society for us and for other generations to come and I believe that when we know better we can do better so firstly we need to be open to the awareness and we need to be open to the education and the knowledge that we don't have at this point in time and that has been a huge wake-up call for me because I feel like You know, I feel so extremely grateful and lucky to be born who I am and to be born into the family that I was born into and to be born into the postcode that I was born into. And sometimes it's just having that awareness to go, 
it's not about my perspective. It's not about what's true for me. It's about being open and willing to listen to a different perspective and to different viewpoints and to different experiences. And as a coach, we're really taught that. And, I, and I've and i really lived that when it comes to being a coach. So as a coach, we're taught that we must have respect for the other person's model of the world, right? We must be aware of that we don't put our map our map of the world, our model of the world onto their map, right? It's about completely letting all of your own stuff go and being able to hold space for someone in the coaching session and to be able to have curiosity and awareness around what's happening for them. Because my opinion in a coaching session doesn't matter, right? It's got nothing to do with my belief systems. It's got nothing to do with what I believe to be true or right. It's more, it's all about what the client presents with. So we learn that people are not their behaviors. Everyone is doing the best they can with the resources that they have. And all behavior is geared towards adaption and our present behavior is always usually the best choice available to us at that time based on our mindset, based on our experiences in the past, based on our values, based on everything that has ever happened, right? And the belief systems that we have. Every behavior is motivated by a positive intent. And that was a really interesting one for me to understand was because how is every behavior motivated by a positive intent? Every situation is geared towards some form of positive intent. And that was really, really, this is really difficult to get my head around, especially when there's so much violence and crime in the world. And that you would think there's evil people and not evil people, right? But really when it comes down to it, it's having the awareness to go, People are behaving the best they can with what they have, with the resources that they have. So depending on their upbringing, depending on the situations they've had to go through, just depending on the trauma they've experienced, depending on every element of what they've been brought up in the world that they're experiencing, every behavior that they do is designed to either keep them safe or done in a way that's some form of positive intent right? They got, they're trying to, uh, to meet a need with a core basic need, right? It could be the need for safety, the need for love, the need for connection, the need for significance, right? The need for certainty. Like these are so important to our core needs as a human being. And so everyone's behavior is always geared towards some form of positive intent. And that was really, really difficult for me to get in the early stages. But the more that I've coached, it's so true. Like, we're doing the best we can with what we have. Every single human being is doing the best they can with what they have on the planet right now. And so we need to believe that our view, our view of the world is based on our view of the world, right? Our experience is what we've been through. Everybody else's view is very different because it's based on their belief systems and their upbringing and their experiences. Yeah, so theirs are going to be very different. This is why it's so important. Like when you have a crime happen in the world, the police usually get as many witness statements as possible because everyone has a different view based on their perspective of the world. So it's not about right or wrong. It's about awareness. And so as all of this has happened with the Black Lives Matter movement, it's really helped me take a step back and see like the pain that they've gone through and the reason why they're showing up with such aggression and showing up with such pain and such anger is because of their experiences, right? And because of the consistent oppression. And so it's really helped me take a step back and really look at that from a perspective of how can I do better? 
So if I'm truly living that embodiment of being a coach that truly respects other people's view of the world, then I know that I can do better. So firstly, it's about getting comfortable with getting uncomfortable for one, right? It's leaning into where you are uncomfortable. So where are you uncomfortable in regards to the conversations that you're having? And a lot of the time it's because we don't have enough knowledge around it, right? And even doing this podcast, like this is challenging me to get outside my comfort zone because there is times that I'm going to get it wrong, right? And there are going to times where I'm going to say the wrong thing. And I'm sorry for that. And I'm sorry for the times in the past where I have, I've not been respectful of, black indigenous people of colors view of the world and their experiences and and their lives. And so I'm being willing to look at it from the perspective of, I know I'm going to get it wrong, but I'm willing to get it wrong to get better and to do better. So some of the self-work that I've been looking into and doing myself, and this is just the beginning. Like, I think this is the thing that I really need. We need really need to get across is that this is just the beginning, right? It's not about one week and it's over. It's about being able to get comfortable with creating the change that you want to be able to create that change in the world. So firstly, it's the self-work. So it's looking at some of the things that I've been doing, if this, and hopefully this supports you in being able to create that change yourself, is looking at where I'm uncomfortable firstly, shining a light on that and understanding why I'm uncomfortable there, and then looking for more knowledge to help support my education because I must be in that situation. The reason why I'm uncomfortable is because I don't have an awareness around it or I don't have any more information to help support being comfortable in that area, right? It's a level of competence, which is where, where confidence comes from. So it's then looking at how have I not been anti-racist in the past, right? Looking back at the things, because we need to learn what we've done wrong so we know how to do do better, okay? So we need to look at things of going, okay, so where have I not been anti-racist and how can I do better? Then it's looking at the stories and belief systems that I've had from the past, which, you know, we have lived in a privileged white world our whole lives. So there's going to be stories and there's going to be belief systems that are not anti-racist. And we need to be willing to shine a light on those to be able to change them. And so I've done a lot of work in regards to being able to be a great coach and hold the space for people and not have those judgments and recognize any of my judgments and then work on those in between sessions for myself. But I think it's really important to acknowledge that there's always going to be, there's always going to be more work to be done, always. So that's the self-work element. Then I'm looking at the element of what, who are my influences? So who are my influences in the way that I consume information? So the books that I read, the content that I read, the blog posts, the courses that I take, like all elements of the information that I put into my brain, who are my influences and how can I diversify those influences? Then I'm looking at the elements of my business. How can I diversify my business? How can I be much more inclusive? And that's looking at my podcast and the podcast guests that I have. And how can I improve that? My events. I used to actually do an acknowledgement of country. And for some reason, I don't know why I stopped doing that. I totally forgot. Um, So I'm absolutely going to be adding that into every time that I do an event, we'll be doing an acknowledgement of country. And even looking at like things like the imagery that I use and the point of views that I share and the quotes that I share, looking at where I'm getting the information and how I'm making sure that I'm having a full wholeness to my viewpoint and perspective when it comes to my education. 
Then I'll be looking at ways that I can diversify my events where I can include more speakers that are from a diverse background as well as invite more people from a diverse background. So, you know, previously in the past, I've actually gifted tickets to people or women in particular in low socioeconomic areas, no matter what their color, no matter what their race. And because I really want to be able to give people the gift of that, to be able to be in in an environment that is so welcoming and so safe and being able to have really good conversations and to be able to expand their business networks, I think is really cool. And I've loved having those women in the room because it's just beautiful to see them light up and, and be a part of that. And I want to continue to do that. So I will definitely continue to do that. So if you know of any women that you feel like would love to be a part of the Love What You Do collective events and you feel like they are not in a position to be able to pay for a ticket, I would love for you to be able to share that with me so I can gift them a ticket. Um, even if they are willing to, uh, you know, able to purchase a ticket, even just share it with them and share it with me and let me invite them along because that would be really, really helpful for me as well. And the other key thing that I've been doing personally, so I watched the Town Hall for Small Business on Facebook yesterday and uh, well, a couple of days ago, when, once you listen to this episode. So that's always there for you to go back and watch because that was really key for me to look at, okay, so how can I do better? Because it's important that we really look at, okay, yes, these have been certain areas where we've not been great in the past, but how can I improve it for the future? I'm always about self-improvement, being part of personal development and part of you know, improving the support and the growth of my clients. It's always about growing myself. And I always have been a d- deep believer of the training never stops. So I've looked at, you know, some of the key things that I took away from the town hall for small business was one, decolonizing my bookshelf, which was a huge eye opener for me because when I looked at my bookshelf, I think I only had two or three books on there that were written by people of color. And so that's the first step. The next was to look at where I invest my money, right? So in the ways that I invest my money in in business courses, in subscription services, in whatever support that I have for my business, actually looking at the organizations and looking at like, do they have a board of directors that have an inclusive and diverse range of people on the board of directors? What is their position on racism in their workplace? Right. So looking at going past just, is this something that I want to purchase for the purpose of my business? Actually going past that and looking at, okay, who is the organization I'm actually partnering with? Because if I'm investing in them, then I want to make sure that they're also anti-racist. And so I want to look at that. So one, the investment of the organizations I spend money with, two, on how I can give back. So how I can support organizations that are going to support anti-racism here in Australia and look at ways that I can give back in those areas. Then looking at how I hire in the future. So where am I looking for you know, people that I'll hire for my business, being able to be open to where I advertise, which is a key thing as well that they talked about, um, and then how I... I'm inclusive in regards to my hire and then my culture. So the culture that I want to create for my business, I think is really important that we create that anti-racism culture. Then the next part was about how I vote. So that was really a key takeaway for me is that looking beyond like the people that I vote into positions of power here in Queensland and here in Australia is actually looking at their anti-racism stance and looking at what they are doing in the, in the community to help support anti-racism to be also to help support those in positions where they don't have a voice like how can we help support them and then personally the other key thing was you know really having those conversations that that need to be had to call out and not to tolerate 
racism comments, racism behavior in the groups that I'm a part of, the business groups, friendship groups, family, all of those types of situations where we can do better, but it's also being able to call out that behavior so we can change it and being open to being wrong, right? So noticing where we're doing, and it's not about calling people out in an aggressive way. It's just bringing light to it and knowing that we can do better and, and inviting them to be able to do better. And then lastly, personally, is where I buy from. So where I buy my clothes from, where I buy anything that I usually would buy in my household is actually looking at, again, the social impact that those companies have, the impact they have on local communities, on indigenous communities, their board of directors, how they give back, like all of that type of stuff. Because I think that that's really key. If we're going to create change, we need to start voting for the change and we need to start basically using our dollar to prove where we want to create that change. So there's the key areas that I'm going to be focusing on. And I would call, would ask you to, you know, support me in that as well as support yourself and your business in creating those changes wherever you see fit. And then it's about, I really want to talk today a little bit about self-leadership because that's been a really interesting journey for me throughout this experience is how do I want to show up? Because when I talk about leadership, what I mean by is using your influence for good. So leadership can have a negative connotation to it. And I guess that some people, especially women kind of really don't align with the word leader and they don't call themselves a leader in their industry. And that's why I'm focusing on that for the next Love What You Do collective event is because we are all leaders in our own right. We are leaders within our own world and our own experience in our own lives. And I believe that comes from a place of influence. Like if you have a space, an audience, a platform in where you create any form of influence. So you influence whether you're a mom and you influence kids, right? Whether you're a person in a certain role in your job and you influence those around you, you influence your team members, you influence your employees. If you're a business owner, you influence your clients, right? Every element we have influence around us. We influence the people we spend time with. So I think that's where it comes down to is that what's your influence? And how do you want to use your influence for the better? And I think where we need to start first is looking at knowing yourself better because we can't do better and we can't create positive influence if we're not influencing ourselves first. So it starts with knowing yourself, getting to know what are your values? What do you stand for? What is important to you? And when you get really clear on your values, then it's about asking yourself, how do you use, how do you fulfill your values? How do you show up and how do you stand tall with those values in mind? So when we think about what type of values you have for your business, and I've done a whole podcast on business values before, so feel free to go back and listen to that episode. I'll put a link in it in the show notes if you like, and you can listen to it afterwards. But basically when you, when you know your values and you've got to ask yourself, it's all good and well to know your values, but then how are you showing up with them? Like, how are you being in integrity? How are you being in inclusivity? How are you being in leadership? How are you being in honesty? Like, how are you showing up as a leader within yourself, within your business? And that's where it's really hit me. And it's really highlighted areas of like, how do I show up? and be the voice that I want to be for my business and myself, but for those around me and the people that I influence. And it's always for positive. And I really want to support the change that needs to happen here in Australia. And I really want to be able to support that from a place of respecting humanity and respecting the human beings that have the opportunity to share their voice and share that, you know, if their rights aren't being met, then we need to hear that and we need to create that change. And like I said earlier on, like we must create that respect for other people 
first and respect for ourselves to create that change. So knowing yourself better will always support that. And having that self-awareness and the emotional intelligence to see yourself as who you are and be kind to yourself without that judgment that, you know, it's been really confronting to look at myself and look at my thought patterns and look at my judgments and look at my past experience and how I've shown up in the world and how I've shown up in my business to look at areas and go, well, that could have been done better. Well, actually, you could have done this differently. Actually, that belief system really didn't support you and you really need to change that. And it really wasn't inclusive. It really wasn't based on human rights or, you know, it wasn't anti-racist. Like it's confronting to look at that, but without looking at it, we can't create the change. And sometimes when we look at it from that perspective, we can't see what we can't see. And so we do need to be called out. And we do need to be able to have someone else look at it and and see our blind spots because they're blind spots for a reason. We can't see our own blind spots. And so this has been really interesting for me to look at where do I need to re-educate myself and be open to learning a new perspective and to see a different perspective so then I can do better. Then I believe self-leadership also comes down to self-discipline. If we don't have the self-discipline to show up, to do the hard things, to move through challenging times and to back ourselves, then there is no such thing as self-leadership. We must choose courage over comfort. And I heard someone say this week actually about, where did I see it? It was actually on a TV show. I can't remember what it was. Um, Basically, they talked about leadership being the courage to put other people's needs above your fears. And I just loved that. And that's so true. And that speaks so true to me in the last couple of weeks because we're so fearful of getting it wrong and we're so fearful of doing the wrong thing, saying the wrong thing and or being silent, right? There's even that fear around, well, if I stay silent, then I'm also not helping the situation. I'm not being a part of the change. And that's where that leadership comes into play is having the courage to put other people's needs People of color are in need right now for us to support them in creating this change above my fear of getting it wrong or being judged. And that has been huge for me to lean into it. It's uncomfortable as hell and it's brought up so much fear and so much angst and so much, you know, all of the feelings. But once we move through it, We're able to push through that uncertainty and be open to creating that change and take action that's going to be positive change for the better. We need to be willing to see it, see that different perspective, focus on what's going to help support the change and then take action towards it. And some people need to take extra time to do that. So please, if you're, if you haven't spoken up yet, and if you feel deep down that you would like to speak on this and you haven't yet, that's okay. It's okay to take a pause. It's been years and years and years that we've been living in this white privilege world that change isn't going to happen overnight. And we just have to have the courage to move through it and to stick with it and create that change as best we can. So in saying that, I say to you, please be mindful of taking care of yourself as well. So I also believe that self-leadership is knowing when to take a break, knowing when to take a step back, knowing when to take a step out and recharge and reground yourself ready to take on the next challenge. Okay. And so there are going to be challenging times and it is not necessarily going to be easy, 
But when you know what's important, and that's when I say come back to your self-values and you know what you stand for and you know why it's important and you know that you want to be part of the change, then you'll always do what's right. And you may get it wrong and that's okay. And that's that positive intent, right? Remember how we talked about all behavior having positive intent? That's what you want to be focusing on is that you, if you're doing the best you can, your intentions are good and you will always do the best you can and that will be okay. But again, we've got to move through that fear and show up how you want to show up. Choose courage over comfort. So I want to leave that with you to really digest and think about. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to me. If you feel like I could do better in any ways, then please let me know. And please know that I am here to support you. And I hope that this has resonated with you. And I hope that you're able to influence in a positive way to support this change Thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you being here and allowing me to use my self-leadership for the positive and to allow me to get it wrong and allow me to be vulnerable in this space and to be able to do better. So thank you and I hope you have an incredible week. Thank you for listening and I hope you enjoyed today's episode of the Next Level Life podcast. I'd love to hear any takeaways that you've had from today's episode, so please share with me on Instagram and Facebook. And if you feel so moved, please pass this episode on to any friends or family that you feel may benefit from it. Looking forward to speaking with you next week. And here's to taking your life to the next level.